We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. 97.1 FM Talk. Wiggins America. Super, super excited. I always say I'm excited to have guests. And I'll tell you what. Half the time I'm lying to you because I, I, I don't even, compared to this guest, they're all just nothing. This is a really fun one for me. Allie Marie Matheson is on the phone. So good morning to you, first of all. Good morning. <laughs> I don't mean to bash all my other guests. I just, I just mean to say I'm really excited to talk to you because uh, for a variety of reasons. Now, you're a very accomplished writer yourself, so I do want to talk about that. But first and foremost, we'll get to the headline here. Your dad is Richard Matheson, one of the greatest science fiction and general writers of all time, in my opinion. Yes, I think he is, too. I think he was a landmark artist who was there before many other writers in so many genres. And uh, if anything, X amount of them emulate him today and hopefully pay homage to where the start came from. Well, I would put myself in that category. I like writing comedy probably a little bit more than he did. But gosh, his sci-fi and just his his mind for stories. He come he came up with so many stories. That's what impresses me. Yes. What also impressed me and always interested me was that. He made clear he was interested in the minutiae and the day-to-day. He was never interested in writing a gothic drama, although he did for AI. He did write it for a couple of uh, Jack Nicholson, and not the actor, but the producer. He wrote The Pit and the Pendulum and uh, a couple of really gothic pieces. But that was not really uh, the genre that interested him, per se, as much as he liked to put horror stories into the day-to-day, yeah. which I find fascinating. So why, since you knew him better than anybody else I'll ever talk to, I, I want to I dig into that a little bit because I'm, I've been, over the last couple of weeks, I knew I was going to talk to you, so I've been going back over my favorite Matheson stuff, of course, and what, what just keeps sticking out to me, because I watched some movies like Trilogy of Terror and... Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to get the, the title wrong, but it's uh, Dark of Night. Is that right? Well, you're probably right because I don't know. Uh, th- there's so, there so many. There's so, um, but he had a couple of, of movies that were um, they were basically anthologies. Like you know, they had different stories within each in the movie. And I'm watching them, and I'm thinking, man, these ideas are so different from even each other. But the one theme that kind of goes through them is that there's always this either suspense or even terror element that you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop no matter what's happening, you know? And so I wonder, why is that? Why did he, you know, why did he incline himself toward those things? 
to be honest, I think because he was witty for the other show. So, yeah, I was just saying my my dad was a very careful man. I got, uh, I'm notorious for my list making. Every day I have lists upon lists of things to do and what you should do, could do, would do. And my dad did that, too. So my dad was very careful and punctilious in his work. And I think, uh, you know, it's not any sort of expose that he was paranoid about things. Allie, when people come up to you or they contact you online or wherever it is, what work do they cite the most often as being either one that impacted them the most or their favorite of Richard Matheson? It's interesting you should ask that because really, in a way, there's two camps. There's the I am the sci-fi camp, the I am legend, uh, his short stories, his Twilight Zones, etc. There's that camp. Uh, and then there's the somewhere in time uh aficionados and believe you me the two do not meet Ooh, <laughs> the twain wow. does not meet um it, it's very funny in a way because somewhere in time my dad wrote it and it's a beautiful romance <clears throat> excuse me with jane seymour and chris reeve beautifully set beautiful music etc but most of its fans are women and most of its fans are older women so uh, i actually had because i belonged somewhere in time Facebook group, I actually had someone who should remain nameless say she was just shocked, shocked that my father had written sci-fi, et cetera, because for some reason she seemed to think he was a romance writer, which I found very funny. If there's one thing my father was not, it was, uh, you know, a Hallmarkian sort of writer. <laughs> he didn't do things like that. So if anything, uh, Somewhere Time is the anomaly in his career. But you worked on Somewhere in Time with him to some degree, right? Oh, well, worked as a, a misnomer. I had fun doing a, a walk-on part, and he had at least lines. He probably gets residuals. <laughs> but it was just fun. And Matt, I've been a couple of times representing him uh, at the Somewhere in Time weekend. And uh, yeah, a lot of fans, they dress up in the clothes. They, they've seen it 50, 60 times. They're just huge fans of his movie, and it's, it's really very sweet to experience, but they obviously are very different than his other fans. So Allie Marie Matheson is on the phone with us. She is the daughter of Richard Matheson, but a writer in her own right. Now I'm assuming that you grew up around it and that's why you became a writer. Maybe it was just in your blood to be a creative, of course, too. Uh, what, when, you, when you talked with him, did you talk shop? Did you, did you talk writing with him much? Oh, yeah, quite a bit. It actually reminds me of that Monty Python skit where everybody was a writer or creative, and then one of the sons wants to become an accountant and how disappointed they are <laughs> in him and what he's doing. It's like that was the milieu. Excuse my French. That's all I got. But that was really the ambiance of the family. My, bro you know, my brothers wrote. I wrote. My dad wrote. My, my mom was a therapist, which was probably to deal with all of us. But that was, you know, that was, I mean, it's not like we all sat around the table discussing our projects. To be honest, we just, we didn't do that sort of thing. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Doing different things. 
But yes, my father was always very helpful. And by the way, if I can put a push for my Facebook site, I run a site on him, for him, on him, for him, on Facebook that I run called He is Legend. And I hope any and all of his fans will join because it is both personal and professional and it's full of pictures and comments and it's pretty cool. I am legend. When I said, hey, I'm going to interview Allie Marie Matheson, uh, a couple of the guys around here said, well, ask her about the new I am legend because I've been reading that there's supposed to be a reboot. Is this something I can ask you about? Do you know anything about well, it? Well, you know, the motto in my family was until it's on paper. Yeah. It isn't. So it's, I think it was <clears throat> moving forward. And to be honest, obviously, I think the Academy Award kerfuffle maybe put things backwards a little. It just is, it's absolutely percolating, but again, it's not quite on paper yet. Okay, no, that's good to know, because they were all saying, how's Will Smith going to be in it? Because he dies at the end of the first one, so I, I won't ask you for details, but everybody's interested. Oh, that never so. stops any movie. Exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just resurrect him, what the heck? Well, yeah, the whole movie, and, and the book is about resurrection, so maybe he's just exactly. a, maybe he's a, a creature in this one. Um, yeah. I, I do want to ask you, now this wasn't on my list necessarily, but I was I was thinking back over reading I Am Legend, which has been a few years since I've read it now, but that's a novella, and so there are other short stories in the official book as far as I remember, unless I'm reading a collection or something, but one of those stories, I don't know if you knew this, I'm asking you such deep detail, there's no way you're going to know this, but um, one of those stories always stuck with me, it, it's set in St. Louis actually, did you know that? No, which one is it? Uh, I wish I could remember the name of it because it was just coming to me like as I was coming into the studio to talk to you. But it's a story about driving on, you know, deep dark highways outside of St. Louis, and obviously there's there's an ominous feel to it. And that's what I remember is just the the sense of dread that he was able to bring up in that story, and the fact that it was set in St. Louis always stuck with me. And now I got to go reread it because I feel bad not knowing the details. Do you the feel there's a connection with that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. And everybody listening right now, even though it's a completely different time and they're probably in a completely different place, they know that that place in their memory in St. Louis that they go, oh, yeah, that's a scary road to be on. And it takes everybody there who I've talked to who's read it. Well, my father saw the world in a different way. That's for sure. I mean, we've all been on the highway and we've had maybe a car come up behind us or a truck and maybe they came too close, et cetera. But most of us wouldn't say, oh, it's time to write duel. But my yes. father saw things, and they absolutely sparked something in him. It is impressive. That it, I just watched duel recently, like I said, catching back up on all my Matheson works, um, that he's able to pull scary things or, or suspense out of such mundane details. It's really amazing. Have you ever read Drink of Water? Uh, by title, I don't remember. Oh, it's a really, read it. It's a really interesting story about just how many things can go wrong and horrifying on trying to get a drink of water. Oh, wow. And that's, I know, that's just really, that so embodies my dad. It's just something really simple.
Yeah, absolutely. So Allie Marie Matheson, almost out of time with her this morning, but uh, I do want to ask you about some of your own work because, gosh, you're pretty accomplished yourself and you've been involved in all of the Rugrats world in many different ways. And So Weird, which was a show that hit when I was just a little too old to be watching Disney, but I still was familiar with it because I liked the show. So of your career, The Collector and other things, you know, I'll ask you the same question I asked about your dad. What do people approach you about that they say, oh, I loved when you worked on and you did this? You know what? It's on this month. It's called Halloween Town. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Halloween Town 1 and 2. It was like something that I'd written with uh, with my old partner, with Debbie Reynolds. And I, I am somehow notorious in Halloween world. because Yeah, watch Halloween Town, and there's so many kids <clears throat> who say, oh, my gosh, I saw that, it changed my life, and blah, blah, blah. And it's just a little fun romp. I Yeah, I'm amazed to tell you this, and you cut out just there recently, or, so I hope I'm not talking over you, but um, I, I've actually seen Halloween Town, and I'm familiar with the whole, the whole genre, the whole... Those did have an impact I know, it's on goofy as, It's goofy as get out. Um, suffice to say, it's nothing like my father did. So, um, yeah, I mean, my brother Richard R.C. does stuff like my dad. And uh, my other brother, yeah, he does his interesting stuff. But I kind of stuck to a lot of kids' stuff, although, you know, I've done adult stuff too. So um, I've covered most genres myself. So before I let you go, Allie, my favorite of his Twilight Zone episodes, which, I mean, that to me was just the twi- the original Twilight Zone. There's no beating that. But M- Nightmare at 20,000 Feet gets all the attention. But Little Girl Lost and The Invaders, those two, to me, I didn't even realize those were Richard Matheson episodes until just recently. And those are two of my favorites. So can I ask you what your favorite Twilight Zone of his was? Yeah, you know, I wish I could remember the title of it, but it's the one where the guy is sitting in his office and all of a sudden somebody else cut in the background yes. and he finds himself on a studio and he finds out that the life he's been living is he's an actor. And at the very end, he, he they're taking apart the set and his life as an actor is just a debacle. And he says, and he, but in, in the, in the story line of the show, he's got a wonderful wife and a wonderful life. And they're taking everything apart, and he says, please don't leave me here. I don't want to be here. Please don't leave me here. And all of a sudden, the the set suddenly transforms, and he's back in that other world. And he walks out the door with her, and he can hear the set being dissembled in the background, but he leaves with her. He can go live that life. I loved that episode. It's so say? creative, and it's so, it, it always takes you by surprise at how weighty and, and how, how much depth there is to his stuff when you read it or watch it, isn't it? Yeah, and he named the woman's character after my mom, too. So he did a lot, a lot of that, and that was lovely. Oh, that's cool. So, Allie, if, if, if somebody's listening to this interview and they go, well, I know the name Richard Matheson. Certainly I've heard of I Am Legend. Where would you recommend they start? If they're just like, you know what, I want to look this guy up. I want to read something of his or watch something that's based on something he wrote. What would you, where would you suggest they start? Well, if you're a six-year-old woman and you want romance, <laughs> I go wander over to somewhere in time. If you're a cool guy who's interested in sci-fi, I'd start with the short stories or I Am Legend. If you're interested in the afterlife, I would look into What Dreams May Come. And that's what made my dad so amazing. It's like name your interest, and my dad probably covered it. And my dad wrote westerns. So 
That's right. Whatever you are interested in, you could probably find. Well, Allie, we so appreciate your time here. I certainly do. And gosh, I, I will treasure and, and uh, record this interview back for my kids because I, I, I love his work so much that I get to tell him that I got to talk to you. So thank you so much this morning. Oh, my pleasure. Very nice to talk to you, too. All right. More Wiggins America right around the corner. We got more best of material coming up of our scripted stuff. So stick around. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 